how do you get better at something? How do you go from one fan to a thousand? And how do you persevere when the novelty's worn off? One step at a time. Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman, and I didn't get enough sleep last night because I was playing Half-Life uh, on the sofa and lost track of time um, like it's 1998. Um, now, in my last year of uni, a couple of years after uh, Half-Life came out, in fact, um, I thought I'd try running. And I did it twice, and it absolutely sucked. And then I tried it a few years later, and it absolutely sucked. Fast forward to 2014, and I'm on a weight loss kick, perhaps because I haven't run. Um, and uh, so it's it's most of the way through the year, gets to about October, November. I'm like, I'm not going to hit my target. And I bought some running shoes and started doing one of these couch to 5K programs. Now, the program takes around half an hour, uh, and you do it every three days. And I'd walk for a few minutes and then run for like 30 seconds, walk, run, and so on uh, around my, my block where I used to live. And then one day, I got towards the end of what I think was meant to be the 15-minute run and then you could walk for a bit. I was like, what would happen if I just pushed on? And within a few days, I was regularly running for half an hour nonstop. Now, in 2016, I was regularly running 5Ks in around half an hour, which is, it's below average, but it's not embarrassing. Uh, and then in 2020, I mean, there's, you know, a lot of, lot of time, a lot of uh, fluctuations of activity and weight and weight uh, in between the years. But in 2020, I did a 5k every day for 10 days. Now, if you look at that as a story, you think, wow, what a, what a great trajectory. But, uh, you know, in reality, I did that because I'd spent five years and, you know, we'd had a pandemic as well. I'd spent five years uh, or four years kind of really not moving much. And I was like, I need to get back into it. And I'd had a couple of false starts. And so I started the couch to 5K like for the third or fourth time and then got to a point where I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm back in the habit again. And I saw this running thing. And I thought, I'll give it a go. And then things slid as they inevitably do because of reasons we'll get into. And they slid a lot. Um, and now I'm back uh, and I'm taking it slow with daily walks and I'm kind of gearing up and every now and again, and this is what happens every now and again, you get the little signal that goes, not yet, but I could see myself getting back into the couch to 5k thing. And it's just, you know, those little, those little nudges, those little pings. So why am I telling you all of this? What can we, what can we take from any of this? The fact is one of those running stories was a habit and the other was more of a, a spree, you know? I, I, I'm trying not to say sprint because that, you know, too close to the running thing. But it was more of a spree, you know? It was, it was a short burst of activity. So in 2014, I was getting up, you know, listening to a podcast, running around the park. There was something, you know, I can look back on it and go, yeah, like, I didn't hate that time. There was obviously something satisfying about that routine. And I think it's to do with as uh, James Clear talks about, and spoiler alert, we're going to talk a lot about um, Atomic Habits today. James Clear talks about uh, casting a vote for your future identity, and I think that's what that was. Now, in 2020, it was a very different story. I kind of just did it when I felt like it, and so there wasn't that that hard routine built in to make it a habit. But now, my routine goes, I get up, 
and I get into my walking gear. I pour a coffee from uh, in, into my little portable uh, reusable coffee cup. I, I get out for my f- uh, 40 minute walk around the block. Uh, I get home. I make a delicious breakfast, like a breakfast burrito, really healthy, full of good stuff um, in the air fryer. And while that's cooking, I get uh, my shower on and I get dressed and do my teeth and all the things. I eat my breakfast, sit and play Wordle for a bit. And then I come and come in here and have a chat with you. And then the rest of my day sort of pans out as it pans out. But those are the fixed things within my day. Uh, I also have a plan, uh, side note, to drink more water. And and so here, every time I wash my hands in the bathrooms, uh, in the bathroom sink, uh, I drink a glass of water. And so I'm building that habit so that I'm making sure that I'm drinking more water. Now, this stuff is important because it's the stuff that sustains you when the novelty wears off when you hit a bump in the road, when you feel like your commitment is waning. Now, if you're just starting a new creative project and you're like, why is he going on about, you know, commitment waning and this, you know, sort of miserable stuff and it it not being fun? Like, you know, it's fun right now. And of course it is. You're in that zone. You're in that wonderful novelty area. And I, I that sounds disparaging and it's not. Uh, and I think, you know, my dad used to talk about that when I was a kid and it made me feel flighty. And it's not, it's, it's wired into our brains that when stuff, especially if you're creative, I think, when stuff is challenging, when you can really get your teeth into something, it's it's fun and it's engaging. And then you hit a dip, you hit a slump. Um, and it's usually because you know how to do this and the challenge isn't there. And we'll go on for, you know, uh, for uh, another episode about that. But specifically today, we're talking about how we can use a habit mindset to help us through that that period. So this routine of mine, my, my morning routine, works because it follows James Clear's atomic habits rule of making things obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. So let's break those down. So obvious meaning that when I go to the loo, I drink a glass of water. So next up, we want to make it attractive. So if you don't, if there's a thing you don't want to do, and like I said, there will be days in your creative practice if you are doing something iterative and regular where you will go, I don't want to do the work today. I really don't want to do the work today uh, because it's ceased being novel. It's ceased being challenging, but you want to show up. That's why you're here. You want to show up for your audience. You are committed, but sometimes it's just like, bah. and so what we can do is we can link something that we want to do with the task that maybe we're not so jazzed or gassed, if you like, about um, and so I don't mind walking. I really don't. But it's cold at the moment. It's cold outside. And I've just got up. And like the first thing I'm going to do is go out in the cold. And it's bitter, you know. But what I can do is I can have a nice warming cup of coffee, of nice coffee with me while I walk. And that just makes it a little bit more pleasurable. Another uh, reframing of the same thing is not thinking I don't have to do this but I choose to. And that choose is really interesting because for me, it sort of helps me reconnect with the positive choice that I'm making. Again, it's about James Clear saying, we're casting a vote for our future identity. So I don't have to run a 5K. I choose to be fit. Next up is we want to make it easy. So making the right thing, the easy thing. So I prep my breakfast bits for all my, uh, for my burrito, because you know, lots of little parts. And I prep all of those, the kale and the tomatoes and the avocado like they're all in little boxes so that each day i just take a spoonful of each pop it on my wrap 
and I've just got to uh, scramble my eggs, plop, you know, done. And then the last thing is making it satisfying. So this is about a reward. So my reward for walking outside when it's cold is a nice hot breakfast. My reward for doing all my cleanup in the evening, I've sat down, I've eaten, a, a, you know, eaten my, my dinner, go back in, clean everything up, wipe down, put the coffee on for the next day, and then I can sit down and play Half-Life because I've done all of the things and that's my reward. So if you're just starting out on a new project or you're ready to recommit to something, then think about establishing a routine for your creative work. Think about when X happens, I do Y. Think less about schedules in this instance because you know another school of advice is to schedule in your, your creative time. And that's probably what I would have said to people in the past. But last week I overslept by quite a bit because this is the first time I'd moved since, you know, ages. And we had a big, you know, very happy Christmas uh, and all that stuff. And so I woke up and I was like immediately, I was like, no, no, I need more sleep. And so I didn't get up till about nine. And so I did the same routine. I, I, I followed exactly the same routine just two hours later. I gave myself grace and then I made that shift. There is always enough time for the things you want to make time for. There is always time. It's just about priorities. Um, Now this might sound easy and I, I, you know, fully acknowledge my privilege as a, uh, as someone who works for, for himself, but this does equally apply if you've got a nine to five. I made this work when I had a nine to five that I had to commute for on the bus, uh, you know, an hour and 10 minutes every, you know, there and back and, and stuff like I made it work. It's just about how you structure your days around the things that you set as priorities. If you miss something that you see as a core commitment that, you know, for example, you usually do in the morning, then you've just got to remember that it is a priority. It is a core commitment and then make time to do that later. You know, I'm talking about exercise uh, and, but, but it also equally applies to what I'm doing. You know, this conversation I'm having with you now, this is a core priority. And so it gets done in the morning, not because I want to, it's not a frog that I want to eat, if you're familiar with that. Uh, it's not something that I want to get, you know, the running or the the walking at this stage is something that I want to have done. I just want to get it done and off my plate. This, I'm, you know, enjoying and relishing the process. It's not something that I'm just getting off my diary, but because it's a core priority, I want to make sure that I'm making the time for it. Now, if you miss a day, then don't beat yourself up. You know, I, as much as I've talked about making a commitment, you know, right from uh, from the 1st of January, we talked about that. As much as I'm on that kick, like, if you miss a day, you miss a day, you know, things happen. Um, and we're, we're going to talk about streaks uh, in, a, in a later episode, you know. Um, but, you, you know, you, you're going to start a new streak. But the key is to, to not go a couple of days without doing the things that are your core priority. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be daily. It could be whatever your routine is. This is not about being the best in the world. This is not about being unstoppable. This is not about being perfect. This is, it's not quick, but it's sustainable. And, and that is what I'm absolutely here for. And it's just about getting that 1% better than you were yesterday. Thank you very much for listening. I feel like this one was a long one, so thank you for sticking with me. This has all been about moving onwards uh, and upwards, but when is it time to quit? That's the big question that we're going to talk about tomorrow. And 
I've got something quite exciting about that one that that, uh, that I hit upon recently, and I thought, oh, I can't wait to have a chat with you about it. So we'll do that tomorrow. Um, but in the meantime, if you want to have a chat, mark at morningcreative.fm is where you can find me, uh, and I am at Hello Stedman basically everywhere on the internet. And uh, if you know someone who never seems to find the time, you know, especially to do the things that they want to do, then do them a favour and send send them this. You know, maybe they'll find it useful. Maybe they'll find it a bit a bit po-faced, but you never know. Hopefully they'll find some value in it. Listen, you're brilliant, and I look forward to having a chat with you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You can find all of my past episodes and leave your feedback on this one at morningcreative.fm. You can find me at Hello Stedman anywhere you hang out online. And if you want to go behind the scenes into how I'm building a creative business that pays the bills and keeps me happy, you can sign up to my weekly newsletter at hellostedman.com. Until next time, you're brilliant. Brilliant.